Welcome back to another dispatch from Holly McKay. This time we're going to go to Mexico, but we're going to go on a personal journey with Holly. So Holly, you went to Mexico and you went there and tried aboga treatments for PTSD. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, well, I've heard about aboga and aboga is, is a plant medicine and it comes from, from Africa, um, very, you know, being used for, for centuries in the Boiti tribes. Um, and I had different friends of mine, you know, mostly veterans um, who had gone to Mexico um, to do iboga or obagain is sort of the derivative of um, aboga that kind of comes with the benefits. So it's all from the same plant. It's just, um, you know, with different um, sort of aspects of that plant. But and people were coming back to me, multiple friends were just sort of coming back, just sort of telling me these stories and, and just how they felt that their lives had been absolutely transformed, you know, in the space of a weekend. And I, I just, you know, I was very skeptical to be completely honest with you. And, and I've dabbled a little bit in trying different um, medicine plants in the past and, you know, always found it an interesting experience, but not necessarily um, anything hugely revolutionary for me. Um, and I sort of had a good friend of mine, um, who encouraged me to, to, to go down um, to Mexico and, and I went to a place in the mountains and there were a lot of you know, really wonderful people there that were um, recovering from, from really long-term heroin and, and meth addictions and, and that sort of um, a boger in many ways has been a last result for them because they've tried to go to, you know, many had been to rehab dozens of times in, in the US and sort of trying these more conventional things and, and continue to relapse. Um, so a lot of people had gone um, down to sort of Mexico and, and for people that have our own medications or have serious addictions, it's, it's a much longer process in terms of um, you have to, you know, make sure you're, you're taken off um, slowly, you know, weaned off any medications you may be on. Um, there's a lot of workup that needs to be done there's a lot of uh, medical you know doctors treatments and things before you can even start very small microdosing. Um, but someone like myself who wasn't um, taking anything and was sort of there for more uh, spiritual reasons obviously than anything uh, um, addiction I was able to do um, to fairly significant flood doses um, and so these uh, this aboga is sort of it's packed into um, these tiny little pills and you just take it and everybody's reacts differently to these you know some people are very slow metabolizers some people are fast um, some people need a lot some people don't um, and I really wanted to try this for myself because I'd heard so much about it and it's really yes it, it, it's great for PTSD treatments for addiction for a lot of things but it's really just something I think you know people also do for psycho-spiritual reasons um, and just sort of the insights that you can get and again, going into this fairly skeptical. Um, so I, you know, ended up having to take a bunch and you sort of work through it. You're in a beautiful environment. There are nurses and, and, and things like that um, because it is an extremely powerful drug. So you're looking at something that they say is a hundred times stronger than ayahuasca, um, which is a, a tea that comes from South America that can have sort of similar benefits in a psychedelic sense. But I have to tell you, I mean, this was of all the crazy, fascinating things I, I've done in my life and my career, probably the most fascinating in just going into yourself and what the brain is capable of and the sort of memories that come out. These are, the, you're remembering, you know, and again, I want to preface that the medicine does what it does for each person very individually. So my experience is, is 
no one's ever going to have my experience. Everybody has their own. Um, but for me, just the sort of memories that came and, and almost sort of like this movie of your life uh, that kind of comes out, people that you'd forgotten about, conversations you'd forgotten about, and your brain is just sort of bringing them out with such clarity. Um, and, and you're sort of able to walk through your life in a way that that I just never thought was was possible. And you're able to the most fascinating thing I think and the really where the healing comes from is that you see your life and you see the people in your life and then um you sort of look at the things that that have gone on and whether they be traumas or or things that maybe you aren't very proud of but you you look at them from this very unique lens of compassion and that is compassion for people around you and a compassion for yourself um and that I think really for me is where so much healing comes from. And I was able to, you know, go through a lot of war experiences and, and things that I encountered um, in childhood and then later in life in war and really look at them in a way that um, enabled me to see them differently, enabled me to sort of relive those experiences again, but in a way that you're able to kind of almost find some closure on them and recognize them as being part of the past and, and forgiving yourself for whatever mistakes you think you may have made. And it's, um, it sounds hippy-dippy, but I'm not a hippy-dippy person. And I just, I found the whole experience to be um, just so incredibly transformative. Yeah. Well, okay. So I've known you a long time and I, and I've seen the PTSD build up in you over several years. And um, so my observation, because I, you know, was there before you went on this trip and actually uh, picked you up after words is that um, you were a different person when you left to go there and a different person when you got back. Um, yeah. What changed? I think, I mean, there were so many things that changed. I think, um, you know, when I did the medicine, I'd just come back from Ukraine and come back from living in Afghanistan. There was a lot going on in my head. Um, I think a lot of it was feeling very unsettled in one place, needing to be somewhere else, um, a little bit just completely all over the place. And I, and I, and I did have a very strong sense of anger I think when I came back from Ukraine and I've never really been an angry person and I found myself just incredibly angry angry at everyone around me for for no particular reason um I can attest to that I, yeah and that 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 just it seemed to melt away and mind you you know this experience it's it for me it was I mean, it wasn't pleasant, you know, you, this is something you're going through it. I mean, you're going through it for 12, 15 hours. I, I couldn't walk the next day. Um, you're throwing up, you're laughing, you're, you're crying, you're every, you know, your brain is sort of open in this way that you're just experiencing emotions, um, which, you know, you really never thought were possible. And it's also great for people that have become very closed down because it gives you that ability um, to, to kind of open up in, in this very fascinating way and to sort of see the world in um, a very, you know, a very emotive way. And I think, um, you know, probably one of the biggest things, you know, for me was obviously I'm Australian. I hadn't been home to Australia since 2014, not for any real particular reason other than I was busy traveling. I just, it just, it seemed so far away and I kept sort of putting it off next year, I'll go next year, I'll go. 
um, always sort of coming up with an excuse. And I think really um, the message that came for me was that I had to go home. And so I was going back to Los Angeles the next day and the plan was to sort of fly from LA back to DC. And I, I just sort of stopped and thought, I don't have anything going on this week. Um, you know, I can jump on a flight from LA to Sydney, um, spend time with my parents and, and my nieces and, and, you know, just for a week. And, and so that's what I did, just sort of made this very last minute trip home that I would never have otherwise made um, and was able to sort of reconnect with my family and reconnect with parts of myself that I think had um, become very lost a little bit. Yeah, well, I dropped you off at the airport to go to Sydney and I picked you back up afterwards. And whatever happened, I can tell you, the girl that came back from Sydney was the friend that I first met in 2014. And yeah, so whatever, whatever happened, it, it, it's very transformative and it shows. And um, so this whole experience with, with this particular form of drug seems to have a fairly common effect with all with many people not all but many people that have tried it that there's this transformative thing that that connects people back to the ability to see traumatic experiences in different ways and move forward with it um mm. have you are there other people that you've met that have many similar things many. to, to yeah. what you found you know many friends of mine um you know especially uh in the military world um you know had all this special clinics uh for veterans in in mexico um you can't do it unfortunately in the u.s because it's still a, a schedule one drug um back in the 60s they were actually using it in some of the universities for uh, heroin treatments and finding great breakthroughs but of course, a lot of things, um, and especially in the psychedelic world, ended up, um, you know, being banned uh, here thereafter. But, um, yeah, friends of mine, you know, they all came back with very similar experiences of just of just going. You sort of have to go through the hell and, and, and sort of come out the other side. And, um, and it's, it's an amazing kind of weight off your shoulders. And, again, it's not for everybody, um, and everybody will, you know, a friend said to me, you know, the medicine sort of gives you whatever it needs at that time. And, and I think for me, um, you know, I sort of remember lying there and, you know, once I'd sort of taken a lot and you could start to feel that it was having this sort of effect. Um, and, you know, what else was really crazy is the, your senses. Suddenly you can hear crystal clear conversations from 500 feet away. Um, I almost call it like an animal frequency. It sounds bizarre, but everything is so crystal clear in your senses um, the barks, the, the, the noises, you know, the curtain ruffling was so sort of vibrant and loud. It, it sounded like a door slamming. Yet it was just the curtain like brushing up against the wind. So um, it sort of is, is this bizarre sensory experience as well. Um, but to me, what, what really just fascinated me, um, and, and there is a lot of talk now with, with trials, with different psychedelics and plant medicine, um, but what fascinated me was just, yeah, this is a, this is a shrub. Like this shrub had the power to bring back these sort of memories of my life and my childhood and answer questions or give me insights that I, I would never have otherwise been able to kind of get in my normal life. Um, and that fascinated me because 
if a plant has this sort of power, it just, it blows my mind as of, I guess, in a different level of how connected we are to the earth and so many different elements. And again, you're talking to someone who was very skeptical <laughs> before doing this, um, but, you know, also deeply curious and, and wanted to, to kind of throw myself into being the subject matter in, in whatever it is that I was writing about rather than just relying on other people's anecdotes. Um, and I just think, you know, that I hope that there, there can be a lot more trials and things done going forward because I think there are a lot of, um, a lot of benefits in the mental health space um, that can definitely come from plant medicine. Yeah. So, um, so to bring it back to, um, you know, come, come out of uh, the transformative effects that it had on you, where is this line of treatment and research uh, at these days and where do you think it's going you know it's all very mixed it's, you know there are so many different psychedelics um you know you've got dmt you've got ketamine um ayahuasca you've got uh bufo like so many different um you know types of, of plant medicine and, and they're in different stages but most of the universities now and even places like the, the VA have um, various different trials happening, um, but it's sort of one of those arbitrary situations just in that, you know, we all know that, that pharmaceutical companies have um, a huge hold over the medical industry. And so it's sort of how much money can pharmaceutical companies necessarily make out of a plant um, and do, even if they were to sort of be able to, to benefit from that, is that, counter to what the experience should be so you know there are a lot of ethical questions and certainly a lot of trials that still need to be done um something like a boga or obergain you know it can have um huge you know heart implications if you have any underlying conditions so things like that it's not something you just walk into blindly it's a it's a big sort of decision and and um and risk and uh, and medical you know proper medical treatment is certainly um absolutely necessary but I think you know there there has been a big shift in the last few years and you're starting to see um, you know a lot more acceptance and a lot of it is really just kind of taking back a lot of that stigma that that comes with plant medicines and psychedelics that was really um, I guess ingrained in the hippie culture sort of of the 60s and 70s where you know everyone sort of Timothy Leary dropping LSD and it became this sort of very um, stigmatized experience but I think that you know I'm looking at it from a medical perspective and and there is really so much more to it than that um, and you're starting to see a lot more books and a lot more mainstream authors and and people writing about psychedelics now and I think um, it's really interesting because there's a lot um, in the realm of mental health and and really just imp improving our all our well-being and there's a lot that people can can glean from this all right well it's a nice little media report for uh, stuff. And, um, you know, I'll close this one on a personal note. It's nice to have my friend back. Thank you. And uh, that's it for this dispatch. <laughs>